set. On set. We are live on set. Live. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. What's up, guys? Leah with Leah with, <laughs> with Between the Sheets. I am your host with the most. I am a Look at that camera. Go ahead. Money making queen. And yes. I'm very excited about this podcast. First, I have two guests. Two, two, two guests. guests. I'm the co host. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, my dear. I'm Rochelle. I'm the owner of Moonflower Wellness, and I'm a psychedelic coach. Yes. Go off. Yes. That's what we're going to be talking about. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. D A N A K E I T H. My name is Danny Key. Period. You know what I'm Good Lord. I'm the co host of Between the Sheets Podcast. Self-acclaimed. No. Self-acclaimed. Oh, I started. You know what I'm saying? This is. He was, he's OG. I'm he's an OG co-host. Return of the OG. Yes. Return. And I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm With the fam. Thank you. I'm surprised. And I'm surprised. Excited yeah, I, to know, learn more. Well, because Dana, he's a you know he's a pothead. Whoa, yeah, whoa, come on. So I just you know I That's was like you know this would be like. Me? A nice, you know, podcast to have him involved in. Not only that, yes. but okay. So for for the reels, for the reels, like <laughs> we've had some really head. nice like conversations about like trips of different kinds and different, yeah. you know, from we've talked about DMT to you know I've 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 been curious about LSD. I actually tried to sign sign up for a trial of okay. LSD. Okay. Um, it's a clinical trial that they bring you in for like you have to spend the night and everything like that. So I'll be curious what they really yeah. giving you, but. Well, and it's in a, it's in a controlled setting, but All they right. really monitor you for you know twelve to fifteen hours, and then they don't let you go. So you and they no phones, no nothing. Really curious about it. I got accepted, and then I chickened out. You chickened out. I chickened out. Yes, it was in Denver, and um, so but there's a lot of clinical trials that are going on about this. So but many. whether so, it's psilocybin, LSD, there's so much coming up right now. Yes. So, so let let's me, learn more. Well, and, yes. and I just want to say like this interests me so much because I have been. I guess microdosing. Yeah, okay. Um, as far as I know is what I'm doing is microdosing. But knowledge. let me give you a little bit of um, insight of why I think that this whole thing is so important. I First and foremost, I feel like this whole thing has just been calling out to me for probably the last two to three years. Like okay. whether it's I meet somebody that talks about it, um, I find a book that, you know, a random book that's just sitting there and it's talking about, you know, trips or whatnot. I just feel like there's something, and, and I don't take anything by, you know, coincidence. Like, I, I don't believe in that. I believe that everything is there for you. It's a learning um, experience that there's all kinds of signs that are always out there for us. Absolutely. And so I was in Santa Fe, New Mexico with my husband, and we were at a little um, cute little inn. Walked downstairs. It was one day that was kind of cold, and we were sitting down, and, like, they had this foyer with all kinds of books, and there was a fireplace, and there was a book that was sitting there. Uh, and it just called out to me. Like, it, it's just something so interesting about this book, like, just called out to me. And so I picked it up, and there was some scriptures in it. And so I was kind of like, okay, you know. Then there was these pictures, and these pictures were so amazingly drawn, but also, like, whoever wrote this shit was tripping. Was but yeah. but in, a like, a way that was brought so much awareness and so much insight and enlightenment that I was like, damn, like, whatever they know, I want to know. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so... I uh, tried to get the book for probably about two years or so, and um, it was always just kind of in the back of my mind. I finally reached out to the inn that I went to, and they gave me the name of the author. I got it, and boy, that book took me on a... It mined you a bit. I mean, a trip itself, mm. like a What's trip itself. Remember, it's called um, Be Here Now. 
but it's in a circle. And so you don't know if it's be here now or now be here. Okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. could be like a couple of different things. And there's a chair with like these intricate patterns um, in the middle of it. And I'll have to show you afterwards. Yeah, but no, um, Richard Alpert is the uh, author of that book. And he was actually a scientist at um, Harvard. And he started to um, he started to basically test LSD and uh, eventually got fired and whatnot from that position because he was messing around with it too much. Uh, but the enlightenment that he received from that and, oh, yep. Thank you, Chris. So this is it right here. Um, so it says, remember, and then it says now be here or here now be, you know what I mean? Like, so you don't know, but some of the pictures that are inside of this book, like, so there's this much of his story, which is profound, by the way, his story is very profound, but then I'm sure that while he was tripping, Oh, that absolutely. he was writing all of this stuff yes, about, like I mean, anything you can think of from surrender to, um, like your mind, like actually getting out of that, you know, space of consciousness and probably ego. Honestly, Oh, there's so much in here about <laughs> ego. There's yeah. so much in here about ego and being present. And it's, it's an amazing book. Highly, highly recommend. Yes. So that is, um, why I kind of started looking into this, um, then Chris here introduced me to um, some mushrooms, and uh, I've been kind of microdosing ever since. And I can tell you the amount of clarity I have. I take Adderall. Okay. And uh, I have not taken that pill for over two months now. I was going to ask if you're doing both or if you switched off. I just took myself off. I just I felt so aware, and I had so much clarity and, like, super zoned into what I was doing. And then I also know when I take too much... It was, I was like, okay, but I felt good. So let's, so you, first and foremost, how did you get into this and what is your background like to be able to teach people? My story is kind of crazy. I love it. Uh, I want you to scoot the mic closer to you. Like, cause I have a soft voice. Yeah. We just want you to speak in the mic. Speak in the mic. I am audio. Yeah. Thoughtful. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds great. Okay. Sounds great. Well, you know what's crazy about my story is that when I first got introduced to mushrooms, it was with my mom. Mm. Um, So I have a hippie for a mom, if nobody knows, like hippie mom. Um, And we just took like a small dose. She's been tripping for years, Mm -hmm. right, or microdosing for years. Mm -hmm. Um, We ended up taking a dose, and it was a nice little trip, but I had realized like during that trip I had like lots of clarity Mm -hmm. um, about my anxiety and people pleasing and it was just this like awakening experience Mm -hmm. for me and it kind of like drew me back to myself yeah um and telling me like I don't have to please certain people and it actually brought certain people to the forefront of Mm -hmm. who I was like very specifically people pleasing to and like who I was like creating my life around because I wanted these very specific people to accept me so I'll just be very honest it was um I have lots of sisters but it was one sister specifically Mm -hmm. and one my mom and I'm building my life around this and it was like wake up like you need to do you Mm. and you need to do things that make your heart set on fire and your passion and so whenever I had that awakening that's when I started dabbling a lot more um from tripping to microdosing so I slowly started microdosing and like eyeballing and just playing with it to reduce my anxiety, to reduce my ADHD because I have really bad ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so it came from me playing to like, let me read some books. <laughs> let yeah. me check into like what microdosing actually is. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I started making my own capsules. And then I actually started creating it into baked goods. And so I started taking baked goods. So you goods. grow? Do you, you grow your own? I don't grow. I have my own um, wholesaler, mm-hmm. we'll say. He grows and in the most amazing way. For a long time, I was just like grabbing shrooms where I could, mm-hmm. right? And I was like trying to find someone who can get me shrooms. And then more recently, within the last year, I identified someone who his passion was growing very specifically. Mm-hmm. And he does it in a clean environment. He knows exactly what he's growing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And that's what I needed, not some let's be honest, some drug dealers selling Random. these rooms because yeah. that's what I was getting for a long time. And I didn't know what kind of trip I was going to get or what kind of anything I was going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since I met this guy, um, my life changed. I don't have to take any type of medication. My depression wow. has decreased so much. Uh, my ADHD is usually better when I'm consistent with my dosing, mm-hmm. right? And it really helps me feel like more confident and it brings out my natural authentic personality Mm -hmm. and it just really kind of soothes me but it it was all from a trip with my mom to be honest to start out yeah to start out do you have any uh, you you've tripped yeah, you tripped. You know, I'm, I'm just a uh, pie head who just dis all these drugs. Like, I have <laughs> you know feelings. I have Father filmmaker, creator, pie head. There you go. There you go. But no, I've, I've explored and I've mm-hmm. definitely dabbled in shrooms. Um, my buddies did it in high school and then I did it here in Colorado. Um, but I think that like something that for me, it kind of connected a lot of the spiritual things that I imagined and it made me realize like you know the things that we don't see you know what I mean mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and that's kind of just it, it opened my eyes in a spiritual sense and then for me I, I think the um you mentioned it but the um what's the shit that I'm oh DMT mm-hmm. like DMT was like an advanced shrooms because shrooms to me it just takes a little bit longer unless you microdose it, it just takes too long for me and I just didn't like the time mm-hmm. um but like it's it, it it just brings the life in front of your eyes and it connects a lot of things spiritually is yeah, my takeaway, absolutely. you know, but I, I'm more interested in like the business side. Like mm-hmm. how did you think of this as a business and how's it going? And like, what does it look like in your coaching? Mm-hmm. And, Cause like, you, you have a class coming up. I do have a class. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm curious. June 25th, June 22 dollars. It's only $22. Only $22. Bucks. The deal of the deal is going to go up. So you better get in. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you know, what's crazy. This is sound going to sound real wild. And I wish I could remember the name of the movie. This I was on Hulu one night exploring different shows, and there was this movie, and they basically had this retreat center where they help their retreat clients with LSD. They mm-hmm. microdose them with LSD. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, I know that I want to help people spiritually. I know that I want to help people kind of like come into themselves yep. and find their worthiness. And then when I saw this movie, I'm like, that's what I want to do, mm-hmm. but not right. with LSD, right? right? Like I knew I wanted to do it with mushrooms because yeah. I knew my experience. So that's kind of like how my business came into fruition for me, um, which is funny that it's off of a movie, but I never saw something that was so relatable I'm to so me. I'm so curious to know what that title is because there was two the on title. Netflix that I watched. Um, one where was it was a four part, um, basically series where he did the, and how are you, how are you pronouncing that? Psychos, how are you saying it? Philocybin. Philocybin. Cause I've heard it pronounced like four so different you ways. You can say philocybin or you can say psilocybin. Psilocybin. The, the technical, the technical term is psilocybin. Okay. Yeah. So it was uh, psilocybin. It was, um, LSD. I think it was DMT. Yeah. And, uh, cause Awas- DMT is quick. Ayahuasca. Gone and you back. Yeah. Yes. That's what I like about it. That is the difference where. 
if you're tripping on shrooms, you won't be gone for a while. Yeah. Um, but that's why we need to microdose. And that's so the difference. Right. I think you, yeah. you had said it earlier and I caught you said it. You said I was tripping and you were like, I mean, you know, I started microdosing. Because yeah, because that's really my thought is mm-hmm. that I just listened to a podcast where they talked about like um, the FDA and how they were able to advertise with like pills and stuff. So it's like a huge negative stigmatism like around yeah. LSD, f- yeah. shrooms, marijuana, things like yep. that. And I think like what I love about your story so far that I've heard is that like it helped you with a lot of the things that you would typically go see a doctor for. Yes. And if more people knew that there's other options that like that are like quote unquote in my opinion better for you then why why, because the negative stigmatism we just continue to take these other things Mm -hmm. and like this is what we really should be doing well that's the downfall i think of the industry itself is that so when you think about like the pharmaceutical industry they don't want us to right they don't want us to go the natural because it's a multi-billion dollar industry so they want us to stay addicted and, and to, to the man-made stuff to That's really exactly. put my, my two cents in here like you asked me like if i done it like my biggest takeaway was i remember my cheeks were hurting because i smiled so much mm-hmm. like i was just happy yeah. and like kind of you mentioned it and you as well was like you're, you're just happy and you're you are yourself and like yeah i think the negative idea of shrooms kind of puts people off you know it does any and you got to do it to try. Any kind of psychedelics puts people yeah. off, right? Yeah. But really, like, let's look at our pharmaceutical drugs. When yep. you think about side effects, those mm-hmm. are adverse side effects. Yeah, really bad when stuff. When you take yep. psychedelics, they're not adverse side effects. Can you have side effects? Absolutely, because you can take side effects to anything, whether you eat something, regular food, right? Mm-hmm. But when we think about or pharmaceuticals, there's, like, damage to your liver, damage mm-hmm. to your kidney, can mm-hmm. cause cancer, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, psilocybin or psilocybin does not do that to you right. the worst you're going to get it may heighten some people's anxiety but that's why you have to do your research and you know exactly what kind you're taking mm-hmm. like that's kind of the so key there is this. a different type of um there's different forms just like there would be with weed yeah, right there's exactly the exactly there are so many different downer. kinds yeah exactly mm-hmm. and there are kinds that are like going to drive very specific results for you um and how does the average person you know find somebody who's knowledgeable like like the person you met oh, is there yeah. a way or or do you just go through you know somebody like you who has that connection to be right now i'm just gonna suggest that you go through like a psychedelic coach or yes. somebody who's into psychedelics and knows what they're they're doing and would, would you consider someone, yourself that a psychedelic coach oh absolutely. hell yeah but yeah. how would somebody if i'm watching this right now i have interest i'm kind of curious right yeah. now because i've never really thought about it and leah is sitting here talking about <laughs> psychedelics because we got a drug dealer and all <laughs> pie heads and all these people around we are not condoning we're not condoning the illegal usage of drugs. yes that's you correct know, okay. let me just make that very clear yeah. Uh, everything under your controlled environment. Now everything we, is controlled. Yeah. And I really do try to like specify, like, I'm not your plug. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a drug dealer. I'm not yeah. going to sell you shrooms. Like, if you become a client of mine, I will help provide you microdosing. Micro, and uh, how do capsules. they do that? How do they do it? Honestly, how I got started was through IG. And then it was just through people that you know, to be honest. Like, I found this person through trying to find shrooms, my next connect. Yeah. And then I learned that this guy was actually doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of it, I'm going to be honest, is internet searching. And then Instagram is crazy for me to say that, but really you can actually find what you're looking for on Instagram. Yeah. How much research yeah. have you done um, for your own business? Like of the, you know, cause I heard of a guy, I don't know. I don't know what his name is for sure. I don't know if it was James or, but he, they, they consider him the godfather of these shrooms. Um, how much research have you done behind the scenes 
So much, um, whether it's between like books or I'm on the internet, I, I'm surfing like every single day I'm looking for different routes and I'm mm-hmm. looking for different people and I'm looking for different case studies. Like very specifically what I've been into recently is case studies mm-hmm. and scientific backgrounds. Right. Cause like a lot of people will tell you like their personal experience, which yeah. I'll preach that a lot, but at the end but of the day, but if you like, get a site of research, exactly. Well, and, and that's what I do daily. Yeah. I'm so I'm going to go research. back a step cause I think you broke it down a little bit more technical. How does some who's watching this reach out to you oh, you know what i mean honestly through my ig that's gonna be the, okay. the plug, best plug us plug us it's moonflower underscore wellness amen mm-hmm. yep, that's me that, that's what i was so looking if for. you've been wanting to you know dabble in this or you just kind of want to see or you maybe you're like with me you're on adderall and you know exactly how bad it is for your system and you're trying to kind of either wean yourself off or just get off it completely this may be the route to go and, and I, I can say that the it's same effects of Adderall is what I'm getting with microdosing on a, you know, what I feel is a more natural positive form. effects. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For me on Adderall, I felt like a zombie mm-hmm. and that's why I want to get off. Cause I'm like, that's not me. Right. Right. But like, this gives me the ability to be authentically me, mm-hmm. but also like control my mindset a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Adderall, I was just like a zombie mm-hmm. and I refuse to take it. I refuse. I will not take anything pharmaceutical. Yeah. You will never catch me popping any pharmaceutical pills i love that that's that's i think that's where i want to be at is more natural you know yeah. it get back to that natural form altogether yeah. so think about that's where we came from right yes like, and and that's that's the whole thing with what we were talking about with weed is that we went through this whole thing with weed right when they were trying to legalize it and how many people were against it and this is you know they're they're trying to compare it to liquor and it's like liquor is so much more worse so for you long term they call it spirits for a reason mm. Mm. They call it spirits for a reason. Let's yeah. just call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can make you do all kinds of crazy shit. All type of spirits <laughs> all up <laughs> in the craziness. No, like, yeah, literally, like, alcohol taps into spirits and, and identities that aren't you. Mm-hmm. Like, w- once you take alcohol, you are opening yourself up to another realm. And things can tap into you, and that's, like, sometimes what makes us not remember. And we start doing things that are not ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know. No, we know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, about them spirits. No, it's in spirits. Yeah, and you do. You know, you feel good, and then you, yes, but there's there's so many negative side effects of that, and so you know, you take it back to this whole um, what, what was it, dare. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Like so Nick, so so with the whole LSD thing is that they were coming yeah. into some really really heavy evidence and clarification and clarity of what this that drug was doing as well. And they shut it down. The government shut it down. That was Nixon era. You know, there was like, okay, um, kids against drugs. Like it was, it was, was. yeah, no. And it was, Yeah. and I feel like it's the same type of movement, but it's going to come about just like we came about. It's going to come about. It's going to be like, it's legal here in some form or another. Now it is, it is legal here to, um, take, but obviously like the selling is still, yeah, you could get in trouble for selling, but it's now legal to consume. Yeah. Um, and actually LSD and shrooms they have the same chemical compound and both of those actually help repair your your neurons in your brain Mm. um that's why they shut that down when we talk about lsd is because it's physically changing the neurons in your brain um to help repair it whereas like pharmaceuticals don't repair it's like a band-aid that's what i always talk about pharmaceuticals they are a band-aid 
Mm-hmm. They are not a fix. Whereas yeah. like LSD or shrooms can be taken in the appropriate amounts. And it's quite literally improving your brain neurons. They're finding what's it in the third phase of in a, in the F with the FDA. Is it um, in third phase? It is with in the, the third phase right now, which and is And they're trying exciting. to get it approved for um, soldiers with PTSD. Yeah, yes. that'd be incredible. Yes. Because the amount of research that they've done for people that have post-traumatic you know syndrome that the, the trauma is that it's helping them as well people that yeah. were suicidal depressed yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. are finding a new way to you know appreciate their life love themselves be right. authentically them right. yeah uh, you had said earlier and it was something that you had mentioned just on a side conversation that we had but just finding the clarity of who you were you know mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, imposter syndrome yeah and the amount of uh, it, and i don't know if that comes from ego insecurity if it comes from you know uh but i feel like these drugs i mean i don't know what's a better word for it yeah because i don't like saying that is like you know but i I feel like i have a better word for these (laughs) medications medications that's what i tell my son is my medication medicinals yeah Yeah. really it's medicinal medicine is really what it is okay and I feel like that it, it is bringing so much clarity. And how you said, it's like authentically me. Like when I knew that I took like a little bit too much, yeah. you know, and uh, I was, well, I shouldn't, I don't know how much I should say, but I probably, I shouldn't have taken as much as I did. But the amount of happiness that I felt, the amount of joy that I felt, the amount that I wanted to reach and out to people happy. and just talk and like, you just laugh, everything. You smile. I told them everything was Things better. Things are beautiful. Yes, Life like, is beautiful. Outside was beautiful. The food that I was <laughs> eating was right. so much Even better. Things that you hear, right? Yeah. Like are yeah. transcendent. Yes. <laughs> so, how would you explain that when somebody is testing that area of when is too much? Like, how much do they have to play with? the amount that they can take. Yeah, what are your recommendations? Yeah. Right. That's kind of it. I'm probably going to pull up some facts for us real quick so I speak properly. Yeah, up, so but I'm, I'm going to tell, tell my ghetto story in a minute. Yeah. I, I got my one well, no, precaution. no, tell her why she's looking it up. So my only thing is if you take shrooms, my story is is don't go in front of a mirror. Because I think that's be, the opposite. I think really? you should go in front of no, a mirror. No, you will be stuck there for a long time. You know why? Because you need to be. Look, and like I guess it is very powerful and I loved it. But I remember when my buddy got stuck in front of the mirror, it was scary. He was crying and he couldn't get out the mirror. But like, that would be the only thing I would tell people is it's just because like, you're seeing the physical be being of the who mirror. you are, like in the flesh, <laughs> but you're also experiencing all the internal within, like you're seeing, I who saw my you face are. different though. Like I saw so many different things about me. And it was it was just different. So that's, that's my only so precaution. Beautiful. I love that. So in this it depends. It, it depends. in this book. Yeah, so I would just warn someone who's new to it. Is to be like, careful not to look in the mirror. Don't look in the mirrors. Not, not I would don't, say, like, but just be aware. If you're on a trip, you may want to be cautious about that for yeah. sure. But like when you're microdosing, yeah. you're not having those same effects because microdosing is not changing your tripping. visual. Okay, it's so not yes, tripping. I've never and microdosed. Microdosing yeah. is not typically providing you for and when i was talking to dana about it and i was telling him a little bit about my experience he was like yeah i don't like it i don't like how long and i'm like what's because you're you're tripping you're tripping tripping at that i'm taking a a whole eight right yeah yeah (laughs) trip yes exactly if you want a trip you should take eight but But i love what you said too about this whole mirror thing because inside of this book when he talks about there's there's a moment that he has so they are on this they decide this group of people decide to get into this environment together they go to a house and it's controlled environment most of them are scientists and they start. And the first part of the trip starts off like this dog comes in from outside. He's panting hard. They're all high as hell. 
and they're looking at the dog like he's dying. Well, really, the dog is just breathing hard. It was happy. It lays down flat on the ground. And they're like, oh, my God, like the dog is dying. We have to fix it. And so they go to the TV to get answers. Like, this is how heavy they're tripping. After this whole, like, you know, fiasco. Yeah, he's just tired. (laughs) But you know how it is. Like, this whole thing is playing out in your mind. Like, what are we going to do? And um, he finally takes himself away. He goes downstairs and sits on his couch. And he is presented with himself. And there are these different forms of his identity Mm -hmm. that present himself, you know. And so there's the lover. There is the scientist. There is the friend. There is the, uh, and basically it puts it in front of him. And it says, okay, are you ready to let this go? So the first person is the scientist and it says, are you ready to let this identity go? And he starts thinking about it. Well, like, gosh, you know, that's what makes me money. That's who I am. That's what I'm about. And he's like, eh, you know, I can let it go. So it vanishes. Next thing is the lover. And he's like, well, God, you know, I love to be a lover. I love to, you know, I love the intimacy and sex and everything like that. Are you ready to let it go? Can you let it go? Can you surrender it? And so he says, yeah, okay. So he gets to all of these different phases of his identity, his mm-hmm. ego that he's, he's built. Let go of it all. And he's got to let go. And he says, to the very end, he goes, you know what? I'm okay with letting all of it go. And then Richard Alpert is presented to him who he is, who he was named by his parents. And he said, I, I don't know if I can let that one go. Like, that's me. That is my being. And it basically, he says he looks down and his legs disappear. So then he's thinking he's on a permanent trip. Like, he's like, oh, shit. He starts freaking himself out. Heart starts racing. I'm on this permanent trip. But then he felt this peace of he let everything go that yeah. this is not who you are. Like you are yes. spirit, you are spirit born. You yes. are, you know, this, you have to let go and surrender. Yeah. And this book, when it talks about surrender is all of those things. you got to let go of it the is. ego part of us. I this think body that's what a trip is. is a yeah. yeah. Like this body is quite literally just a vessel. Um, I very much believe that we are just souls mm-hmm. and we embody different vessels at different times. Mm-hmm. And so you have to let go of, what this realm is like you're here for some kind of mission and microdosing and and even tripping has kind of helped me reconnect to my soul my spiritual connection i love it not to this physical being like you just are who you are in this body and it's scary that's i feel like when people start to trip i think i didn't think it was scary for me is when i made that connection i felt whole i felt calm I felt understanding that that I am Compassion. everything. Yes, that yes. quite literally we are. That we are everything, and that my my buddy has a phrase, and he's my buddy who I, I was tripping with at the time, and he and I've said this on the podcast before, but it's like it's everything, but it's nothing, mm-hmm. yes. and like there's some type of sense <laughs> of peace within that that I gained when I did trip because I've never microdosed. Yeah, and like uh, you, I think you definitely should try it. I mean, definitely, especially for concentration. (laughs) I'll tell you, um, I've always, I don't want to say, and when I say the word scary, but it is a little bit because when I smoke weed or if I've smoked weed, I go to a place in my brain like where other people are chill and they're cool, and and I feel like God is talking to me like on a whole different level. And then I started to read up. That's why so many of the Indians, why they started to you know smoke and things like that, because it was the clarity was bringing them closer to God, is what they said. Yeah, and this last time that I did it, you know, everybody was out of the house and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, smoke some weed, whatever and chill. And it came to the point where it was so scary for me, but I also understood what the message was. And it was whoever you want to say I was talking to, whether it was myself, whether it was my higher self, whether it was God, but like told me to walk around and touch the walls and said like, look, this is what you built. Like, this is good, but everything you've done has been selfish. And I was like, what? And it was like, everything you've done was for you. Like you have to let it go. And it was like, look at your children, look at your dogs. Are you ready to let it go? 
And I was like, what do you mean let it go? Like, who do, like I got to let it go. And like, no, let it go. You have to be able to surrender these things. Like, they're basically non-existent, mm-hmm. only in this world that you think that, that you're that, in. That we're in, Correct. right. And it got to the point where it was like, when I said, and it was in the word of God that says, you know, if you say to this mountain, move, then it would be done. Mm-hmm. And understanding that in a deeper context was like, wait, like, and he was basically telling me or God or myself was basically saying, no, like you can literally say to this mountain, move and it would move. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're seeing is an illusion. Yeah, it is. And he said, so are you ready? And I was like, ready for what? Like ready to let it go. And I'm not, I'm not saying this was a suicidal thought or anything like that. Sure. It was not that it was the point that was kind of like the book. Is that what you're saying? It was to let go. And yeah. I got so scared. So then I started to justify, well, wait, 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 I got more work to do here. Like I got, and it was this voice of compassion, like, oh, you're not ready yet. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not ready yet. Yeah. And that's okay. It there is. was no yeah. judgment. It yeah. was yes. full compassion. Yeah. Yeah. It yes. was like, you are too still drawn to the things of this earth. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, holy yes. shit. Like I am like, I'm attached to the things and that deep surrender of letting everything go is a scary feeling. It can be, it can be until you see beyond that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's part of that attachment to this earthly body, to this earthly right. things that we have. Right. Cause we are God. What, regardless of what you believe in, even if you talk about the Bible, it talks about like we're made from him in yep. his image, right? Mm-hmm. In his image. Um, I'm no longer Christian in that sense, but like I still have that connection and I can say like, we are all parts of God. Yeah. And that's why like when we go on these trips or we have these clarities, we release that ego, we release this attachment right, to these earthly right, things. Like right. we are that. Yeah. And we can provide ourselves that clarity and kind of move through to your purpose. Yeah. Through to your path. I, it, and what you're saying, even with your, the spirituality and that, I think for me over the course of the last two years, my whole idea of what I thought was correct. Mm-hmm. God basically said, you're incorrect. Right. Like he said, right. like, nobody knows my ways, nor my right. thoughts, like, yes. but I didn't understand a, it. Amen. Amen. I was like the amount of compassion, love, no judgment and being on your own journey. Yeah. And looking at others as yourself, yes. like truly looking at them like that's part of you. You're it in is. this person's life because you were drawn the magnets, whatever energy. There's a reason for it. And I feel like that that piece for me changed my whole concept of what I used to believe. Mm-hmm. And so when I say even now that I'm a different kind of Christian, it, when they said that we were made, you know, that the, the word says that we were made in the image of God, people right away believe that that's flesh and it's not because right. at the very, very beginning, right. it says that the spirit hovered over the ocean. Yes, That was who God was. Right. You know what I mean? Was full spirit. And if we're made in that image, then we're made as spirit beings. Right. Right. And if you think about like everything has energy. Yeah. And we are all the table, the chair. Quite literally and I think that that's what energy. it opens your eyes yeah. to is that we are energy. Yeah. That's we are. quite literally all, yeah. everything is made up of energy and atoms, right? Yes. Like we are made up the same thing of dust. Mm. Yep. So quite literally, yes. we are all yes. the same. Yeah. 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 I it love it. It really is. Okay. Tell me your it, facts too. Go ahead. My facts. So typically when you're trying to microdose and let's say like you're trying to replace like your Adderall or depression medication, you should be taking minimal amounts. So we're talking about like less than even a gram. So how does one, if they're not taking things in a pill form, because that that's crushed up, it's basically, that's what it is, correct? Is it, it's not added. There's no additives or anything. It's just the mushrooms that are 
Or in, is there? In some. So it depends on how you're microdosing. Okay. But in general, yes. If you're taking just just the mushroom, it typically is in a powder form. But what I suggest of people, if you're buying like a wholesale mushroom versus like finding somebody who encapsulates mm-hmm. it for you, you always need a scale, right? Like mm-hmm. I scale everything out before I even put it into anything. Mm-hmm. So like that's how you know exactly how much you're getting. Yeah. Even when I'm doing a baked good, like it's per item yeah. that I'm weighing out. Okay. Um, so if you're microdosing, it should be 0.1 to 0.5. So it's leaving less than a gram. So it's less than half a gram. Less than a, yeah, so less, less than half a gram is what you should be doing. So that's like very minimal. And that's kind of to put yourself on that controlled area of like where you would be replacing like a depressant mm-hmm. or Adderall that's or something great. like that. That's a great fact. Um, another piece is, but again, it depends on your bodily chemistry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's kind of So like if you're somebody key. like Dana Keith that's used yeah. to all kinds of drugs and stuff, then <laughs> you, honestly, you might need a little bit more. Like, yeah, for example, yeah. so like my tolerance up, is a little bit higher. Really and body weight is probably included weight, in it. Like, Everything that's it's what's just like crazy about yeah. microdosing and like else. what things that we don't know yet, right. right? And so that's why I will always say, like, I'm not a doctor. I literally can't really tell you how much to take, right? Yeah. Like I can give you You just smoke your hookah on... in the middle of your podcast now. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you can smoke <laughs> some weed if you want. No, but I can tell you like the ideas of what should be taken, right? But like I don't yeah. know your bodily chemistry. Things right. can affect us differently. Yeah. So really your DNA, I all those say, things like, I would imagine. Our yeah. ranges are are from 0.1 to 1.75 grams. So it generally depends. So like that's a pretty big variance. But let's yeah. just say that you have a mushroom and a stem. About do you know about how much that weighs? Uh, that's you, it probably, depends on how big it is. But like you could weigh that individual thing. You and know then what you mean? cut that into doses. Right. You could break it's it into it's a like, smaller It's like the it. Alice in Wonderland, right? Like take, take a little tiny it, piece. It actually kind of is. Yeah. Really if you go back and like you watch that, that movie, yeah. then you're like, they oh they my God, I understand. They were on, yeah, oh, yeah, it genuinely depends because you can get like, and I'll show you, I brought some actually, I don't know if I can show that on camera, but um, you can show like one stem. Actually, can I show Yeah, you? no, go ahead. The girl, go ahead and do whatever um, you want. I'm going to get raided over here at my house. I brought... That's funny. So technically, this is an eighth. This is an eighth of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. But this can also be considered close to an eighth. This is so. So isn't beautiful. that wild? Yeah. So that's a like big one. Like the difference. Yeah. Yep. But th- like that's kind of the key. Now, like, can I ask you another for, question too? Yeah. Does the um, stem have different elements in it as opposed to the cap? That there's something more stronger in one or the other? Is it like weed where the the cap is where most of it is? The cap typically is going to give you more effects than the stem. However, it kind of depends on the stem. So, like, that's kind of yeah. the thing about that's interesting mushroom. So, I'll show you. Like, on this one, it's got, like, lots of blue and green hues. Mm-hmm. So, typically, that's a good indicator that it's got a lot of the psilocybin inside of it. Whereas, like, if I'm looking at one of these stems, I'm not seeing a ton of blue and green. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. a lot of what I'm going to get out of these ones are probably going to be in the caps. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay, talk to me a little bit more because you're doing this as a business and Dana was kind of touching base on that as well. And because you're not distributing them, you're not yeah, selling not, them. Like, how yeah. do you start to coach people and, and like, then, like you said, like, do they have to be able to grow them themselves or just here, here's a gift or like, you know what I mean? Like, where's those fine lines at? 
So being a client of mine, you get special access. Um, when I say special access, when you buy a package with me, I will gift you some mm-hmm. either baked goods mm-hmm. or I will gift you some capsules. And I love, love it. You see, I that's, mean, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. It makes sense. Right. Being my client. Because yes. I'm not going to sell you outside of that. Right. Right. And you're selling a service. You're not selling. I'm selling a service. Yeah. Very strictly. Yeah. yeah. The coaching. That's yep. the, the service. Coaching. The coaching Correct. is the service. And, yeah. and how often do they get the coaching? What does that look like? It, it's dependent on their needs. Yeah. Right. So it, I may have some clients that come to me because they can't focus. I may yeah. have some clients that come to me because they have anxiety. Or I may have some clients come to me because they're just interested. Yeah. So really it depends on like the severity of anxieties, the severity of PTSD, depression, or they're exploring. I'm going to recommend different dosages, different frequencies, and, and different how coachings. do you – so I guess it just goes back to like with life coaches, you, you I mean, you really don't need, you can, anybody can be a life coach, right? You don't need like speaking, you don't. certifications or anything. Though. Okay. So, and that's what I was just going to ask you. So like what certifications do you have that make you different than the average Joe just saying, Hey, I'm a life coach. This is what I'm going to do. Like you're recommending dosages and things like that. Yeah. Part of it is one, I went through an entire life coaching certificate. Certification. Shout out to Mimi, the motivator. Yeah, Mimi. <laughs> so she helped me get my certification. But in um, psychedelics, I've been actually taking like psychedelic classes mm-hmm. with other the the difference between me and the people in those classes is a lot of those are psychologists or therapists, mm-hmm. and then I've kind of like in, embedded myself in those classes. So that's what makes me different. A lot of life coaches will just be a life coach because mm-hmm. they think they have shit to tell you. But like I'm genuinely learning and getting certificates. That's what wow. makes me different. Love. I love that. Yeah, that's that's I think what when people are looking in this industry to find somebody instead of just finding somebody that's offering a yeah. course yeah. or something. Don't find Joe Schmo. Like find somebody who actually has the certificates and has actually like spent time with people and had does it themselves on top of that are you doing certifications for like ptsd and like um so that'll be later in this moment that's like in the forefront in this moment i'm not offering yeah yeah so you just kind of know based on your own experience and yeah yeah i I was and you love it it's something that is within your life that you've experienced and And it's something i'm like genuinely drawn to and it was like it almost doesn't feel like a choice right if that makes it like to me right that's that's your gift you went down this path for this reason literally like everything that i'm doing and everything i'm coming into is part of my life purpose i love it up until now, I will tell you, like, I did a lot of things of I thought I should do this because mm. it's the right thing to do. And yeah. this is what I'm told in X, Y, Z. And, like, I've always had this piece in the back of my mind, like, nagging at me, like, this ain't right. Like, this right. doesn't feel good. This yeah. isn't you. you just this isn't know. honoring you. Like, yeah. you literally internally know. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you know, like, you know. And I know right. that sounds however it no, may sound. But, one, like, you can't go back once you know. I like, can't. And that's the whole thing with the spirituality part is, like, once you know, yeah. your whole, like, it's like, okay, well, I can't My say this. Everything like, is yes. different, yeah. right? Like, and I was, like, I've been in this corporate job outside of, like, my life coaching stuff. I've been in a corporate job for 12 years. Mm. So it's most of my young adulthood, right? Because I did that because I thought I was supposed to, and I never found like what I was looking for. And now that I'm in this and I like found my passion, like I'm on the verge of quitting my job because I'm done mm. because I can't be that person yeah. anymore. Congrats. Yeah, Thank good you. For you. Yay, yeah. yeah. Like by the end of the year, that's my goal yeah. is like not to be this corporate baddie anymore. Like I am so a corporate baddie, but, cause I am very good at what I do, but yeah. I'm trying to like let go of that to like yeah. pursue something that's like mm. internally helping me yeah and, and how many students do you need for that to be true 
One. <laughs> really? Really? Like, I, I don't think, and even zero. I don't yeah. need anyone else to make that mm. to be true, but myself. Yes. Like, I find that within myself. Preach, yeah. girl. Yeah. You know, I don't need validation so, from yeah. Once you people. stop chasing that that portion of it, then everything I believe just comes to you. And that's it's, just it's, what it, it's, it's the chasing. Because we're, but because we're, 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 as business owners, we are drawn to targets. We are drawn to numbers. We are drawn to what it is that we need to survive. But the moment that we throw our hands off of it, we surrender Correct. It just the how it's the it surrender. just yeah the how we don't know think yeah. of it this way like when we chase it's always on to the next thing so like if you're oh, saying like girl, I want this to me. and then you hit that yeah you still aren't satisfied yeah you want right. this, and then you want this and then you right. want this like right. when is that enough it's never enough right. until you're just doing it because it feels right yeah right, right? versus chasing this goal yeah I think something that I'm intrigued by because obviously we've clearly stated that I've never done microdosing. But I think like something that draws me to it, makes me interested in it, is that I like when I do trip, it's periodic, but it brings me back to that let go of your ego moment. Mm -hmm. And like to potentially microdose, I would imagine that you kind of do that more consistently, like let go of your ego and live life you mm-habsolutely. know what i mean absolutely. it allows um, you to be present yeah and when yeah. you are present yes. you're at peace because when absolutely. we get into the real world like mm-hmm. and we you know we don't do these psychedelics on a on any basis like maybe it'd be a year or two it's like mm-hmm. yo i remember that but like we kind of forget the mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say gratitude that we have but like the, we do the gratitude mm-hmm. that life is and i think like you know and this is so silly, but this is my story. It's like, I remember having such a spiritual connection when I did DMT that I felt equal. I always talked about, I felt like, you know, we sit, we sit beside Jesus in our chair. We sit beside him. Mm-hmm. And I felt so equal to anything that I felt equal to the trash can next to me. Mm-hmm. That that trash can was equal everything to me. Right, because it goes back to being the same energy. As yes. Like, yes. Right? And, and I think that everything like, is a thought. We forget it sometimes. And I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I would imagine that microdosis helps you to hold on to that gratitude, maybe a little bit more consistent because of that time gap of when people, mm-hmm. you know, trip once a year, twice a year. Yeah, you know what I mean? I would agree. I would definitely agree. Yeah. That. Does There's, it help you? I guess is my question. Yeah. Like um, for me, I think it's just that leveler for what yeah. I need mm-hmm. when I microdose. That's all it is. It's mm-hmm. more like a leveling for yeah. me and like keeping me stable and kind of keeping me where I need to be finding that gratitude and just the littlest things. Yeah. Um, and keeping me present, like Leah's yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what I will teach as a, a life coach is that life is about perception and projection mm. and mm. microdosing really taps into perception and projection and that it also ties back into us viewing everything from our own ego or from our own selves right yes, like yes. a lot of the times like what we take in from what people say to us is it's on our it's on our own perception yeah. no matter what i say to you or say to you you're going to interpret it how you yeah. want to interpret right. it yes. you're going to interpret how you want to interpret it mm-hmm. and i'm interpreting it differently because it's about our perception right. and however i respond to that is based on my projection mm-hmm. right and so like microdosing level kind of levels, levels that it out. out yeah it's it, it, that, more that awareness it's just that like exactly. it's, it's an opening of awareness i spoke to a gentleman who is highly 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 successful i'm gonna have him on the podcast next his name is Lindsay Merringer, and he is 38 years old and this man is so successful 
And I sat down with him and I said, Lindsay, I said, you're younger than me. I said, and you are like, you know, doing so well in your life. And I said, what do you attribute your success to? And he said, microdosing. Really? And I said, what? And so this was another, on this whole journey of me with this book and the Netflix movies and then sitting down and talking to him. He said, if I have a problem, he goes, I am able to find a solution. He goes, I don't know what that (laughs) chemical compound or whatever it is. He goes, I can't tell you. It's literally your, my, your new, your neurons in your brain are reconnecting. That's what it is. It's like firing to talking to (laughs) one another or what? And where's the disconnect in that? Like where it, where it stopped or where it is, what, what, like that everyday life. I love that. Honestly, a lot of the disruptions that we have are from things that we consume that mm. are brought to us, whether it's the food that you eat, yeah. uh, shit, it's even the shit that we watch on TV, mm-hmm. but like there are all these disruptors. Distractions, disruptors. Yeah, is that what I always say? Because if there's one message that has been so clear, Dana, you know that I've continuously spoke on it is distraction mm-hmm. and how much we are distracted by things. And it's not, right. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't want to call them bad things because I think at certain times in our lives, they can be really positive and they can be great. You know, social sure. media, we talked about that at yeah, one point. 100%. There's, there's this downfall of it, but then there's this also, yeah. 